Support for Podcast by Night is provided by Midnight Syndicate. To learn more, visit midnightsyndicate.com. Welcome, everybody, back to Podcast by Night. I'm your host, John. I'm Jennifer Wolf. And with us once again is Michael Steinbach. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Yes, we decided to bring him back because of his his ST chops are definitely needed for this topic. This is something that uh, for this supplemental episode of Podcast by Night, we will be discussing the topic of cheating. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> it's definitely something that uh, everybody is going to come across. There are different types of cheating, which um, I will definitely turn that over to Jen and Michael to discuss. Um, but one of my personal pet peeves, as everybody will hear as we go along with this, and the term metagaming is going to come up. Boo. Metagaming, boo. Yeah, it's not good. It's not, not good. good. All right, so why don't we start with Jen? Uh, give us a, a, a example of cheating that you either witnessed or something that you've come across and had to deal with. Well, first of all, before we get into that, let's explain what metagaming is. Metagaming is really using knowledge that is gained outside of your character, whether it's outside game or you you happen to hear a conversation or you accidentally see someone's character sheet or whatever, what have you, using knowledge that your character did not gather to use against another character or situation, either to benefit you or to benefit them or to harm them, whatever the case, you're using knowledge you did not gain in, in game, in character for whatever purpose i mean that and it that in and of itself is cheating right well said that needs to be explained because sometimes i think people don't really understand like oh you mean if i happen if my friend and i are talking and we're comparing notes and they tell me oh well you know i have my my uh fortitude at this and my uh potence at that and my physicals are this number I can't use that. Even if they told it to my face and while we're sitting there over pancakes at Norm's having a, having our chit chat about our characters, it doesn't matter what they tell me is on the character sheet. I can't use that as in character knowledge. Bottom line, anytime you do something like that, that's considered cheating. Right. No bueno. As for an example of cheating I've seen or I've experienced, I mean, I will say that I think the most common one I see as a, having been on staff is is people blurring that line between what they have been told in character and what they've been told out of character. And this is especially in regards to plot points or base pieces of, of rare esoteric knowledge. And this, this happens a lot because players, we like to talk. We get together after... After the game, and we're, sh- we're, we're chit-chatting over coffee, and we get excited, and we tell people about the things, and then, you know, a week or two goes by, maybe a month, and you the details get fuzzy about 
okay, did you tell me that or did your character tell me that? That's where I see a lot of times the metagaming line getting crossed. It's because we there's no clear definition and boundary about when you're in or out of character and what information was told to you in or out of character. So that can be quite problematic. Right. Now, Michael, as a storyteller, how would you what what do you do or have done that um when you how to deal with it? How do you deal with the the say let's start with this deal with the metagaming and then I just thought up another example of of potential cheating. Um some you know somebody like lying about stats or something, but uh, let's start with the the how how do you deal with it? Right. Well, well, one of the first things and, and one of the reasons there are storytellers in all of this as well is sometimes people honestly make mistakes. They they've misread a rule. They they've interpreted it differently than the other person, and it's not so much that they are cheating. It's they they have made a mistake, and yes, it might give them an advantage in the moment. But they, they've made a mistake when it's called up as, oh, that was a genuine mistake and not uh, something that was cheating about. Y- y- you got to give the person, you know, grace for that. And now everybody has learned on, on all sides of the issue, like, oh, this is the way this rule is working for this game. To, to that end, the metagaming absolutely does happen. It, it has happened more than a few times that I have seen, um, whether it's something simple as, hey, guys, these characters, because of some perhaps storytelling reason, have uh, been locked at, 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 you know, essentially they've been time locked of, they, they are now, their characters are now suddenly a week uh, in the future because of something that they did or encountered or said, uh, someone that they're attempting to talk to, so they can't interact with other people outside of that time lock. Uh, that's what we've called it in the past. However, I've seen players still do that. And it's like, no, you know that your character and, and you are locked, that you should not be talking to these other people in character, and they still do. And that is, that is absolutely a problem, because now the other person that you have now talked, that the, the cheater has now talked to, has information that they shouldn't have, at least not yet, not at this time. And if that information begins to propagate throughout the entire player base, you've got you know, potentially huge story elements that are, are happening in and around things that no one should know about them yet because, you know, time-wise, they haven't actually happened yet, which is just a, an interesting and an odd way of doing that. So that can be using outside knowledge you shouldn't have yet to benefit your character in, in a, a metagaming cycle. Um, other other metagaming could absolutely be you, you walk in and you talk to your two best friends who walked in with you and you know everybody's what everybody's goal is of, of the three of you and you all say, hey, right away we're going to pick on whoever the, the biggest, pardon me, the biggest dog in the room is and we're going to attack that person and go after them and that's just we as players have decided that regardless of what the character is, what the character sheets say, we're going to go and we're going to attack someone day one within the first 15 minutes and that is absolutely metagaming because your character's wouldn't have necessarily talked to each other before. They wouldn't have talked about attacking a person. They wouldn't even have a reason to all be friends to attack a person. So you have now said, oh, because these are my real-life friends, and real life I know we're, you know, I've looked at the the mechanics, and we're all good brawlers. We're all just going to roll up and attack someone. No, you, you can't do that, guys. That's cheating. Additionally, you also can't get together with your two best friends get a, and conspire together to not attack each other. I've seen that happen as well, 
where you all have an agreement of, okay, well, I won't attack you and you won't attack me and we won't attack this guy over here. We all have a pact, so we're not going to act against each other in game because we're all friends in real life. If you don't have an in-game reason for that, if, you're, if your characters don't have a good reason for that, that's cheating. Yep. I've, as a storyteller, I've absolutely seen that happen where people have, because of maybe where they live or because they had a pre-existing friend circle that now came into the game where they've decided, nope, we're all just going to be super friendly and social with each other. We're never going to attack each other or harm each other. Uh, that's just the way we're going to play it because that's the way we want to play it. And when it's the players deciding that, that's metagaming again. And we, I've also seen it the other way of, oh, uh, my boyfriend is in that clan. Uh, I'm going. My clan is. Or my person is going to be best friends with his person, even though our characters really shouldn't get along. And maybe even like I'm an Austin, and they are Toriador, and Austin Toriador, you know, historically have a lot of issues where they don't like each other. But because that's my boyfriend, we're going to be besties. Uh, our characters are going to be besties as well. Now, I understand the temptation. Don't get me wrong. If that's your significant other, if that's your friend, you want to roleplay with them. You want to spend time with them. But in game, when you're in character, you have to find in character reasons to spend together. And they can't just be born of, oh, I want to spend time with them. You need to find some reason in the world, in the universe, to be friends with that person or to interact with that person at all. And there's a, there's a line to be walked there, and if you're careful and you're smart about it, you can absolutely stay on the right side of the breaking the rules. It's when you start veering to the other side, that's when you get a problem, that's when you get storytellers coming down on you. And as, as I have done myself, had to go to a person and say, hey, you broke the rules, you broke them significantly, your character now has this extra advantage, I have to remove this character from you. It's not that we're kicking you, the player, out of the game, but we're warning you and kind of the, the punishment for having broken the rules is your character is being removed from you. And it, it's unfortunate when it happens, but we've had to do it every now and then to protect the integrity of the game. Right. That's, this is definitely where involved and knowledgeable staff and storytellers come in to safeguard against this kind of you know, cheating, you know, as we've been saying, to... Make sure that everybody's experience is going to be pleasurable and they're going to enjoy the game. They're going to want to come back because, you know, the the actions of a few should not ruin an entire game. It's a game, guys. We're there to have fun. That's right. That's right. This You know, you can be competitive, but don't ruin it for everybody else. And I keep kind of coming circling back to this, at least me personally. The fact of the matter is, is this is a game. It's not about winning. It's not about beating the other person. It's it's about, you know, reaching objectives or, or goals or maybe just surviving the night. But when you make it about uh, you have to either beat the other person or win every time or be the perfect badass, then I think you have to kind of rethink what you're what you're going into the game for, because this is where I see sometimes a lot of cheating happening. It's. I, I don't want to, it's either one of two things. I want to win every time and I want to be the badass or I don't want to have to have my friends mad at me. So I'm just going to make it so everybody, you know, we all get along and we never have to fight in game. And those are like the two areas 
that I see. And and that's unfortunate because I feel it takes away from the storytelling. It takes away from the role playing and the kind of stories you can be telling when there is honest to goodness conflict that that goes on. Right. I think you I think I was here for a podcast you guys did just recently about sometimes conflicts come up in games. It's if you're honestly having a conflict. Great. When you're cheating to create a conflict or cheating to win a conflict, that's that's no bueno. That, yeah, and that takes away from the experience for everybody, mm-hmm. um, especially you know the people who are on the other side of the cheating because now they're like, wait, I was playing straight. How how come I, my character is being penalized because that person wasn't? I have I have one other element, if I may. Uh, and storytellers, we also have to police ourselves. We're we're not just there to make sure that the players are keeping to the rules and keeping safe. We have to police ourselves as well and. As I have seen a couple of times, unfortunately, in this and other games, the people running it, someone has, you know, actively cheated. Maybe maybe they have a friend who has a character or they themselves are also playing a character uh, that's related to that. They just they don't have a staff position that has authority over, over their character, but they have a character and they've got access to some of the staff information and they will maybe look up a rival's character sheet They so they know exactly what that person has. They will look at other elements of maybe there's a boon log that they're like, oh, that person is owed this and that by these other people, so let's try to make a coalition for them. And it gets exactly to that same metagaming place. But when it's a staffer doing it, you have to come down extremely hard on that staffer, far harder than you would come down on a player. Because if you don't, people can start to lose faith in their storytellers. So we storytellers have to police ourselves extra hard so that if there is an issue, it gets stomped out as soon as it's discovered and as harshly as possible. And now remember, storytellers, we're human. Storytellers can make mistakes. Absolutely. You know, and sometimes what you may assume is cheating on their part may honestly be a mistake on their part. I also caution a little bit, you know, before you start getting out the torches and the pitchforks, (laughs) you know, Start really looking and having fair and honest conversations with storytellers. But yeah, if you're on staff of a game, you have to just be extra good about that. I know that it's so tempting. You're like, hey, well, I'm just going to look up the stats of this character over here and tell these guys. No, that is bad. That is no good. That is not fair. That gives them an advantage. That's that's not something good to do. When when it's a mistake, it's it. Mistakes happen, and it should be acknowledged. Hey, I made a mistake, guys. And when it's purely a mistake, hey, you you go on, you keep playing, you maybe retcon a moment if you need to. Maybe there's some adjustment that has to happen to make sure that it actually does work. I I know I myself as as a player, I mistook how much damage I should have been doing, and we had to essentially retcon, and I had to force spend a bunch of XP to actually be able to do the amount of damage that I thought I should have been able to do at that point already. It it, it became a thing, but it was. The they came at the this it was identified as a mistake. No, there was not cheating. There was not a malicious intent. There was just a mistake. When a mistake happens, you just have to make the adjustment and move on. When it's cheating, that's when you have to come in with uh, a a some form of handicap or punishment or whatever you want to call it to both the player and the staffer. If if it's the staffer who has maliciously cheated, right. Okay, that is fantastic bits of knowledge right there that we just dropped on you. 
<laughs> and I want to thank Michael and Jen for their insight. Their experience has definitely helped enlighten us all. And I hope that you guys found the information useful. All right, guys, I think this will wrap up this segment for the supplemental. I'm John. What? Already? <laughs> I'm Jen. Yeah, I know, Michael. Time flies. And I'm Michael Steinbach. That's right. Thank you, guys. Anytime. Our pleasure. All right. We'll talk to everybody later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. And if you want to get a hold of us outside of our normal podcast hours, you can find us at Podcast By Night on Facebook. You can also find us on Twitter at By Night Podcast. Or you can email us with any questions, thoughts, uh, opinions, you know, anything you want to communicate to us. You can do that at PodcastByNight at gmail.com. 